And we are back. Oh, I've never had a bright red light on the desk like that. What? <laughs> because with the fancy mixer, right? Yeah. My micro SD card arrived. Oh, thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you listening at home, I've got to tell the story. It's just typical, like, stee look, really. Um, <laughs> we recorded <laughs> near enough half of the podcast yesterday. We did. We were, we were halfway through. And my computer just went, no, nope, not having that. And it just lost everything. Yeah. I cannot believe it. I was gutted. Um, yeah. So now as a backup, I got a micro SD card for this mixer. Brilliant. So now it's it's got a big counter on top saying it's recording and the record light's bright red. Um, so I know that that is also recording as well as this heap of junk of a computer. That's <laughs> assuring. That's, yes. That's, yeah. So if, if, if that stops recording, that's fine. Don't care. Uh, I've got it. Got a backup. So yes. So we're we're good. Fingers we're crossed. Good. <laughs> it's all good. So this is episode twenty-seven. Yes. We launched straight into a, an explanation there. Yes. That, this is also why we're a day late. Yes. Because tech issues. It happens. It happens. There's not a lot you can do. Hopefully, we're we're going to prevent having further tech issues now that I've got my backup. Yeah. You, you've. You've. Yeah, tech issue proofed us. Oh, yes. <laughs> Love it. So, so how's, how's your week been? My week? Yeah, pretty, pretty average. Um, but uh, how about your week, Steve? Um, pretty not average. <laughs> why, why don't you tell us a bit about what you've been up to? What I've been up to? Yes. Ooh, how much do you want to hear? Right. We, we have got... <laughs> two topics to fit in we've got two topics to fit in one is <laughs> and, loosely and related yes okay and what else sorry and and some other bits i've got but okay yeah i'm hoping one of the topics that we put out there you've actually got some feedback for as well fingers crossed when we get to it which one's that never mind <laughs> i'm guessing that's a no i don't know <laughs> okay yeah so as you may not make oh god Oh no! Good start. To Your holiday not, brain not even, still yes, in, in, in. in gear. Probably right. still got copious amounts of alcohol in my bloodstream. Are you? Have you had a drink? No, no. I'm talking about from the weekend. Oh, yes. oh yeah. It's still, it's yeah, it's still there. So obviously, I went to Benidorm for the weekend. Yes. You oh, did. it was something else. You know what? I couldn't believe it. On the did you see? I did a little Facebook feed. Um, I think I did it on my own profile. Was that on Saturday? I'm not sure which day it was. I have seen lots and lots of posts. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I was at one point, I was sat outside in my t-shirts and shorts, soaking up some rays. Lovely. It was, it was actually a really nice day to be sat outside in sunshine in Spain. It looked oh, like it could have yes. been the middle of summer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah, so obviously oh. I went to, uh, being a little bit of a fan of the TV show Ben and Dom, uh, I mean, I'm not on these, it's like, gets really anarchy and goes to kind of conventions and things, but I went to a convention for Ben and Dom. There's nothing wrong with conventions. I've never been to one, but if they did a Buffy one that I could reasonably get to, You'd be there. I'd, I'd I'd have been there, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so, James Master's leg. <clears throat> so this one was like 
Yeah, I wanted to get to it because it's the first one that they've done. Obviously, yeah. they only it only finished what five years ago, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> God, there's so, just so many stories popping in my head. It's just mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so yeah. But obviously, they announced they were getting the Gahavis back together. Yes, which was the big thing because obviously. Um, Sheila Reed that plays Mad, she's getting on a bit now. So yeah. I thought, you know what, good of her to come to this one. But I, you know, at that age, you really want to be lugging yourself to somewhere full of you know a thousand fans, yeah, sitting I mean, there and having your picture taken for like a couple yeah, of hours or I whatever. Mean, to to be as polite as possible about it. I mean, she wasn't young when in you know even in season one. Um, so and what what when was that? What. That was ages ago now. I'm yeah. A, over a decade ago, surely. Yeah, so something like 15 years or something. So she, she's 85 now. Okay, yeah. But you yeah. know what? She was lovely. Oh, good. I got my photo taken with her and Mateo and sat on the mobility scooter and she held my hand. Aww. Oh, she was just so sweet. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. So that's got to be like the highlight because the character she plays in that is just... Um, so different. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you know she, yeah. she she doesn't smoke she doesn't eat meat so she's completely she wouldn't have gone for the beef curtains in reality <laughs> oh i say <laughs> <laughs> oh yes <laughs> i mean i don't know how far you've watched have you watched the beef curtains one yet i'm not sure oh it's so funny because steve hempton playing mick garvey spits his drink out um <laughs> apparently that took quite a, f- a few takes because he was struggling to keep his, a straight face up until <laughs> the point of having to like laugh like, and they were laughing like that yeah for michael garvey's there <laughs> saying what what are beef curtains <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant absolutely brilliant um so yeah i mean it was great so you you know madge was there Mick came, um, Janice. So obviously Mick, Steve Pemberton, Janice is show on Finneran, and she looks fantastic for age. Obviously, yes. um, one of her earlier films was absolutely fantastic. That was um, Rita Sue and Bob Two. Yeah, now I've not actually seen that. That's one for you to definitely watch. You're going to have to pester me. You shouldn't have to pester you. You should just watch it. It's brilliant. I don't have the time. I don't watch a lot of anything, in all honesty. And when I do, I've normally got my little one around. So I, f- I feel a bit obliged to watch something kid-friendly. Yeah, I suppose. Well, you have to make yeah. the time to watch it then, aren't you? I do my best. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently still doing Benidorm. I did watch a bit of that last night after I had a little bit of spare free time on my hands that I wasn't expecting. So I put it to good use. Oh, which... <laughs> Which one did you watch? Um, so the the one I started watching, which was when I sent that photo to you, was the one um, where what's her name, the one that 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 um, binned off Matteo, Kirsty. No, Kelly. No, he bins them off. Oh well, whatever. Anyway, that he he her mother comes to to visit and. <laughs> uh, that that one and um Madge squirts her with the sun cream. <laughs> Great moment. And then and then it's the you know, it's not her who gets kicked out because there's seven of them staying and they've paid more money. Yeah. So <laughs> they don't get banned. <laughs> that's painful, isn't it? I mean that's it's so true though, isn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, it's quite funny because obviously that's one of the earlier episodes and yes. at that point, that hotel reception they're using is an actual working hotel. Yes. <laughs> they said it was a bit of a nightmare because obviously first couple of seasons, no one really knew who they were. and They were just a bit of a nuisance because people were trying to check in and whatnot. Yeah. And they were just in the way. <laughs> <laughs> and they had to keep stopping filming while they check people in and things. Um, so obviously, in later ones, they used the the pink house to film. It's called pink house. I mean, the house is actually pink. It's just pink wall at the front. It's just it's really bizarre architecture. It looks really good actually. All right. Okay. So what they do did in the later ones is they used this house to film. Oh, I say a house. It's called the pink house. I think it's more designed for like an art gallery or something because you've got a big open kind of like room. Right. And. Obviously, in there, they built the reception. Okay. So then they were able to film in there as much as they liked without causing any kind of issues to anyone. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I bet I, you know all, all of the trivia. I. <laughs> it's quite funny, actually, because when you're, like, sat in the Q&A with them, whatever, or doing the walking tours, yeah. and they're saying to you, there was this scene where we did this, or there was this scene where we did that. And they're kind of saying it as if you're not going to have a clue what they're on about, you know. To them, they remember filming it. They don't realise that I've sat through and watched it about 20 times. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I know exactly what scene you're on about. I mean, I think that's the thing about Benidorm and why it's been so popular. Yeah. You can easily dip in and out of it. See, I quite, I, I like shows like that. And I mean, that's one of the reasons I like Buffy so much. I mean, I'm actually re-watching it with my daughter at the moment, which is great. Yeah, because um, you can watch- even, you can come back to it and it just makes you think of the sunshine. And yeah. I think yeah. the reason why Benicon sold out was because so many people have been watching it during lockdown. <laughs> Here's what yeah. you could have won, basically, isn't it? You know, you could yeah. you could be in Spain during holiday. So it's kind of having them relatable, dysfunctional characters that's in, it that's in a holiday thing. situation that you can just like peer in at yeah. and almost feel like you're there yeah exactly and even even the ones that um you know for episode one you think might turn out to be like the the normal one you know when i say normal like the perfect ones they're not they're they're quite messed up. you know the couple i'm on about don't you oh you're talking about uh... oh yes no not them oh you're not talking about them oh which couple you're on about uh the one where the wife sleeps with Mateo. Oh, yes. Martin and... Whatever why can't I remember her name now? Yeah, why can't you remember yeah. her name? Come on. Number one fan. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> I'm not even... I don't, I don't want to tell you anything because I don't want to spoil future episodes if you've yeah. never seen it before. Yeah, don't tell me because I am slowly getting through it. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, it's fantastic because you think they're an old couple. That happens and whatnot. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I love yeah. the way Martin is just this upbeat character and just like kind of yeah. just moves on from it. Like he Do loves you know, it he, that much. He's I not quite really like that him. I I feel for him a bit. She's a right miserable tart. Yes, <laughs> she really is. It gives him such a hard time, but he's actually so good. <laughs> it's like <laughs> God. Yeah, it's cruel. Um. So so yeah. I mean, oh, also Michael Garvey was there. Yes. So obviously he's not a kid anymore. Nope. But yeah, he he was good. Um, <laughs> have you seen Asa Elliott perform? No. Have you ever heard of Asa Elliott? No. He is a fantastic singer 
Um, he's often touring like on the uh, cruise liners and whatnot. Okay. Um, yeah, he's in it quite a few times, singing yeah, some fantastic songs. Um, oh, you know, I'm not, I don't want to spoil that for you anymore either, but I can't really talk about any of the show if you've not watched it all. Because, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, because he sang one at the uh, Benidorm Palace, and if you've seen it, you'll know it was um, the national anthem, the Dutch national anthem. That's okay. all I'm saying. Um, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> When he gets to that part in the show, you'll be like, that's what Steve was on about. That's very funny. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> I, another... I look forward to it. Do you know whereabouts it is in the, in, in the show? It's uh, it's towards the, yeah, it's probably season three or four. Oh, okay. Maybe All even right. five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because what you, what you notice is um, characters kind of develop, like uh, Mateo. Obviously, yes. they... After the first couple of first few series, they kind of changed character a bit and made him a bit more likable and a bit less of a knob. <laughs> Do you know? I think he, I feel like he's supposed to be this, you know, very aesthetically pleasing guy, but I, I don't think personally, I don't think he's that attractive. Am I not seeing it's, straight? It's very mixed because at the Q and A, someone actually said to it to him, "How does it feel to be a sex symbol?" Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's people out there who are really, really into him. I feel like the gays would quite like him. Like, he's got a nice body. I feel like the, the gays love all of that. Doesn't matter what you look like. <laughs> yeah. I just don't think he's that aesthetically pleasing, honestly. And what they, they do with his hair, all sort of slicked like that, it looks terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like very, uh, like, kind of, like, greasy. Yeah. But then there's he's trying to portray a greasy kind of character. I suppose. I suppose. So yeah. I like what I, he did. There. I don't I don't see the appeal of him if I'm completely honest. Yeah. Um oh, who else was there? So oh yes. On one of the walking tours was fantastic because um I, I went to the later one, they'd obviously put a second one on and I went to the second one and less people turned up for it. So it was quite a nice small group. So it was it was Darren Litton that took us on the tour, which was fantastic because obviously he's the creator. Yeah, brilliant, yeah. So he took us on the tour and, <laughs> yeah, he explained quite a bit. And yeah, what was really weird is finding out who was actually with us on the tour. So there was a couple of, of crew, you know, volunteering. Yeah. And it turns out that <laughs> one of them is actually Noreen's son in real life. Oh, really? And he'd been involved in... I mean, obviously, Noreen was performing in it. And it's quite funny, because on the second walking tour, when we went and we were by the um, by the pool, because they took us into the Pelicanos pool, it's quite funny, because you obviously had loads of people there just yeah. on holiday. <laughs> just, oh, no. I mean, yeah. A big trail yeah. of us just wandering in and just taking pictures of the pool or what taken been a bit uh, taken aback <laughs> well i suppose that's what i'd expect if you book for there you're gonna get that i think you're right yeah for, for to some degree like, I, mean, I mean that hotel when they advertise themselves the first picture you always see is the pool yes because they know people are going to recognize that and people go oh we can stay there where they filmed that tv show so it they're using really quite iconic isn't it they are they're using it as a nice tool to sell their hotel which is fair yeah. dues as they should, yeah. I mean, Why when not? they were filming, they were saying that they used floors one and three for all the changing rooms and whatnot and makeup and things. 
Really? Yeah, yeah of, of, of that Sol Pelican's hotel. They Blimey, didn't that's flame. quite a lot of space, isn't it? Oh, yeah, two floors of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. But obviously it was like usually out of season. Yeah. So when you see them getting in the pool and stuff, it is actually yeah. freezing. Really? Yeah. And then they said, you know, on days where it's a little bit warm and whatnot, and you thought, oh, yeah, it'd be nice to be in the pool. <laughs> you know, six hours of filming later and you've turned blue. Yeah. Yeah, you're sort of regretting that a little bit, which I found quite funny. Um, yeah. Mick said he was all right. Uh, he uh, played by Steve Pemberton because he said, you know, having really short hair, he was all right going in and out because yeah. he dried off. So for continuity, yeah. it's all right. But if you're one with long hair and whatnot, and you got it wet, take that long to dry out. Mm-hmm. You throw oh, the yeah. continuity off. <laughs> uh, I suppose. All right. uh, so yeah, so it turned out that obviously Noreen's son was on the on the walking tour, and he was right. explaining that Noreen wasn't meant to be a full time character. Really? No, she was just meant to be kind of like a. They don't call them extras anymore. Supporting artist. Okay. So she's yeah. meant to be one of them. But then, obviously, Darren kind of thought, you know what, we can write her into this. Yeah. Um, and he did a great job by writing, so she's a good character in it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it was really interesting to know what that was like. And he said on the episode where they had the ticker tape, he said they fired that off like 10 minutes before they had to hand the bar back to open for the evening. Really? So, obviously, the... The films inside Neptunes are filmed inside a bar called Morgan's Tavern. Right, yeah. So they had to hand it back for them to open up for the evening so that it could operate because they'd only obviously booked it for the day. So, Which makes sense. So they sent this set you know. off ticker tape so they had absolutely everyone. So that Noreen was brushing up. Uh, she's played by Elsie. I'm not too sure the surname. But yeah, I'm okay. sure she's called Elsie. Um and obviously uh, him, her son, was like brushing up as well. And apparently they're all just frantically brushing up to try and have it clean, ready to hand <laughs> back over. Uh, I mean, I bet it's a complete nightmare if you use ticker tape in any scene because yeah. it's, that's it, you get like one shot. Um, yeah. They also said at the end of series, the end of one of the series, there's a, a swim pool scene. That was a one shot scene as well. Oh, that was really well done. When you get to that, okay. you'll enjoy that. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'll look out for it. Yes, and it turns out there's someone else on these walking tours as well. Mm. So Darren took us to this area and said, oh yeah, if you look up there, mm. that's where we filmed the Internet Cafe. Right, okay. Which is where Johnny Vegas comes into the whole thing. Um, yeah. As the Oracle, <laughs> or Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> the Oracle sounds a bit more cool than Jeff. He thinks he's really good at quizzes and whatnot. Yes. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a very very funny scene with him in the internet cafe. And mm. Darren started telling us about that was where that was filmed and then turned to someone that was, you know, part of the cast showing us, um, one of the supporting artists. And <laughs> he said, I'll let you tell this story. I was like, okay. oh. And then she started saying, so he, you know, started explaining. I said, it was you. I said, you're the woman that came up to Jeff and said, Kathy got leche. <laughs> I just like, I've seen that scene that many times. It just sticks in my head because um, he's basically on a dating site and it was for dating sites with so the big thing. Yeah. And, <laughs> and he's embarrassed and doesn't want us to see and he's trying to cover the screen. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, put the coffee down there. And then, yeah. and then she stares at the screen and goes, 
oh, good luck. Pats him on the shoulder. <laughs> Awkward. Yes. Um, but I just think that's a brilliant scene. Uh, so it was nice to have yeah. her there as well. Like these people that you that aren't big characters in it, but you know, apparently she was uh, a supporting artist and. They had to use obviously people that lived there because, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be there for enough of it. Because at yeah. the point where they were filming for like five months at a time, whatever, you yeah. didn't really have the ability to have, uh, you know, people that were staying there just on holiday. Yeah. Because the continuity would be all over the place if you chopped two scenes together. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're yeah. Just suddenly, like everyone in the background changes, just wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't work, would it? So they use a group of people that all like worked there or lived there. Yeah, and they'd obviously just turn up with their clothes, you know, their you know all their swimsuits or whatever or whatever kind of scene it was, and they say, "Oh yeah, yeah that's what you wear in this one." So obviously, there's some guy, some person looking after the continuity, trying to make sure that it yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah, and, that's uh, mad, isn't it? How much thought goes into it. Yeah, I mean, someone did pull up, um, oh, at one point in one of the Q&As, someone said, do about continuity error where someone walks past twice. Yeah. And he said, well, I can't believe you, well, you know, the fact that you've noticed that says you must really like the show and it's not yeah. really going to bother you to the point where you're not going to watch it. Yeah. Whereas the average person wouldn't even notice. Yeah, that's the thing. So they're kind of like, it's nice that you've noticed, but at the same time, we're not really fussed because if the average person doesn't notice it, it doesn't matter. And just one little slip up, and it's just fans that notice it. Yeah. Just because they're watching it over and over, then they've kind of done their job to, you know, <laughs> because well, they. That's right. And then they obviously, it becomes they went, that little quirk of the show, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. That, that the, one time when that happens. Yeah, yeah, but they obviously didn't even notice it themselves. So the fact that other people are noticing it, it kind of. Is <laughs> you know, yeah. it does make it a quirk because it's just one of them things that happen in production, and it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's quite funny when you just hear odd things like that, and it's just some of the stories that people came out with. Um, oh, I bet. I mean, it sounds like an amazing experience, honestly. Yeah, I mean, because there was another guy there who <laughs> some of our listeners might have seen. He is in currently Bargain Loving Brits in the Sun. Oh right. Have you seen that? I haven't seen I don't that's watch a, that's that's a good Channel Five series about people who are, you know, trying to make a go of it in Spain. Oh yes, yes. And so he's in that, uh, but he's also obviously was a sporting artist throughout the the, the episodes. Um <laughs> funny thing is, so I was I got back the other day hmm. and uh one of my neighbours said Oh, I know someone who who was who was there as well. I said, "Oh, did you?" Really? Yeah, she said, and it was him. Really? <laughs> so then my neighbour <laughs> sent to me these pictures on the walking tour of me that he'd taken. Oh <laughs> like, my god! Like, so funny. like, yeah, just like it's just bizarre because uh, it turns out he's actually from the town where I live. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he's Small from world, and he used to work in the ASDA. In the Asda. The Asda. Oh, so northern. Yeah. <laughs> no one uh, says that down here. <laughs> Do they not? No, it's more. Good down Asda, my love. Good down Asda. <laughs> or Asda's. We've got an S on the end. Good Tesco's. Oh, you put an Asda's. 
Oh, we just call yeah. it the Asda, but we don't call it the Tesco. Unless it's, we call it the big Tesco and little Tesco. Yeah, but that's I think that's universal everywhere, isn't it? You know? <laughs> surely, surely. But there's there's different types of little Tesco. You've got the Metro and you've got the Express. I didn't think there's any Metros knocking about anymore. Are there not? I thought you just had the Express, Ooh, the standard maybe. small Tesco, and then the Tesco Extras. Which I thought Tesco Extra meant it was 24 hours, but now you don't really get any 24-hour supermarkets anymore. I thought it used, perhaps it used to be pre-COVID. I don't know. I think I think they got rid of the Metro ones and shoved them all to Express. Oh, there you go then. <laughs> but they do also have the One Stop brand as well. What the heck? What? One Stop. Oh, is that, is that owned by Tesco, is it? Yeah, that's part of Tesco. Oh, there you it's go. It's one of them sneaky little, we'll do it under a different name, get around competition rules, just like Jack's. The more, what's what's Jack? You know what Jack's is? Jack's is Tesco's discount shop. Never heard of it. Yeah, <laughs> Look, I'm from the in the southwest. You know, it's not even the south; it's the southwest. We we don't get anything. Yeah, Jack's is wait, Jace, Jack's is basically the Aldi Tesco. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> never heard of it. We don't have that. They haven't got one that near me, but yeah, they they are knocking about. Oh, there you go. Right, one feels we might want to actually start a bit of what we've got lined up. I've not even told you about who else was there. Oh, who else was there? Who else, who was, else there? was there? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no. I thought we were done because we'd started talking about Tesco. <laughs> no, there was there was someone else, uh, which was a nice surprise because obviously we weren't told he was going to be there. Uh, right. Oh, and he's such a nicest chap. Um, his real name is Michael Fenton Stevens, I believe. Okay. And double check. Because I would like, wouldn't like to get it wrong. Okay. In case he listens, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Michael Fenton Stevens. And okay. in it, he plays Sir Henry, the mayor of Benidorm. And he does it so well. But he's such the Aww. nicest guy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just nice, isn't it? When they don't tell you that someone's coming, someone turns on. Yeah, that is nice. Nice and, surprise. You know, a lot of people were saying, oh, yeah, you'd thought they'd get more people there, blah, blah, blah. But I think that they're planning to do it again and they wanted to work out how many acts they can actually fit in. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Without it being a little bit chaotic. Yes. Because day one was chaotic. It was queuing everywhere because I paid for VIP. And at the end of day one, I was like, what do I even get for VIP? Yeah. And So now that that it's done, would you say it was worth it? Yes. Good. Because the rest some of it... The packages are shite. Some some are really awful and not worth the money, so... Well, yeah, I mean, by, so after the first day, they kind of realised and they then made it so that, you know, the front third of the room was VIP because they sold 1,000 tickets. Okay. And 250 were VIP. Okay. So they made the front nearest uh, the stage inside for the Q&As and whatnot. Right. The VIP section. And then when they did stuff at the outside stage... Um, so you're like obviously getting your photos taken with Sheila Reed, you know, Madge. Everyone yeah. wanted that, so all the VIPs got like the seated area. Um, and obviously they worked it through, like you know, formed it orderly, but like left everyone else queuing around the pool. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, at least didn't have to wait as long. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it was just. And then, obviously, what else did you get with it? You got um, 
premium seats at the Benidorm Palace. Okay, and yeah. The Benidorm Palace is actually quite a spectacular venue. Um, right. It's <laughs> it is very big, and yeah, I was. I'll give you a clue. The table number I had was A six. Right. So yes, I was third row back, third table back, downstairs in the middle, at the right. front. Okay. <laughs> so I was right there in the middle of the action. Oh, it was fantastic. That sounds amazing. Only problem was I was a little bit worse for wear. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I seem to have filmed half it on my phone. Uh, I think Kurt's filmed the other half on his as well. <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, oh, yeah. Before it, because we made this like fan group, someone made yeah. this fan group, and then I ended up being like a moderator on it because they were okay. struggling with it, so they took on some more moderators. And so someone had posted because I was up in the room. Like so, before the show, someone posted, "Oh, I'm down at the paddock, three euro cocktails." Mm. come and join me and he was dressed as um eddie from the show obviously in the later series eddie was in it um and (laughs) so obviously i went down three euro cocktails that's very nice unheard of anywhere isn't it so obviously i went down to there so three euros for one or two for six very nice obviously if someone tells you it's two for six you go and get two for six even though it's actually the same price that's actually quite weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was um, an English girl behind the bar. Um, and she kept giving us shots. Very nice. Yeah, well, apart from the fact I had a show to go to and I hadn't really eaten because I was having pie and chips at the show. Oh, God, okay. So you, you got absolutely leathered, did you? Yes. Kurt had to get me a <laughs> bottle of water on the way just to try and sew me up a little bit so I'd get in. Uh, so, you, so your son had to look after you? Uh, yeah, I fell over a couple of times, apparently. Oh, no! Uh, yeah. <laughs> did he film that? Tell me no, he filmed some no, of that. No, thankfully he didn't. Oh, come on, <laughs> Could lad. you imagine? Be a I good think... son and record your father doing these things. Come on now. Get a grip. No chance. Why not? <laughs> You've signed away your rights, pal. You're pissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I jest. I, probably, I didn't even plan to. I'm just... It, it just happened. Hap- Don't you just hate it when that happens? It was just ladled down your throat by this, this you know, British girl behind the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Bitch. Anyway, I wanted to... Um, so I just wanted to, to play you this where they were a little bit naughty. Okay. Um, oh, it is naughty, isn't it? When you start teasing people. Wait. Okay, so let me... I'm just going to open TikTok up and try and find this. Okay. Uh, What's on my for you page? Gary, what's going on, buddy? Oh, it's We've got a new prime in. So come and get your stock at Wakey Wines. Abdul go back. <laughs> Abdul come forward. So this is my pal Gary. Bingo, bingo. Galo, bingo. Galo, bingo. I'll be there on Saturday morning, 10 o'clock. If you want video of... He's actually doing them at, them at home now. Oh, my oh, God. Dear. Oh, my God. Uh, right, so <laughs> I'm trying to find... Okay. So, yeah, this is a bit naughty. This is a little bit teasy. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes you like a tease, and sometimes... Oh, yeah, so... This is, obviously, during the show at the Palace. Okay. 
and this is what happened. <laughs> oh, tell. We'll bring you back later now. Okay, bye. Hello. Now, we've had a look around, but I'm sorry, it's not for us. Oh, no worries. I'm not a problem. But did, did I just hear you say you are going to come back here anyway as a family? Yeah, yeah, we are, but just a lot Oh, so, hang on a minute. Have you just announced Series 11? <laughs> That's naughty, isn't it? I couldn't quite make out what was said. Okay, so obviously the sketch was that the Garveys come along and they've said, they basically said, oh, they've sold their um, their hotel in Las okay. Vegas. Okay. And they're glad, you know, they got rid of it and whatnot. Yeah. So then Darren goes, <clears throat> oh, so, and they said, oh, they'll come, definitely come back here on a holiday. Yeah. And he said, so... Have you just announced Series 11? <laughs> and the whole room just like, it went deafening. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. What a moment. But like, <laughs> you know, that would be time for them actually to say whether it's been commissioned again or not. Yes. Rather than now yeah. leaving everyone go, has it been or hasn't it been? Oh. Mm. Yeah. Because you'd think if it was a no, they would just outright deny it, wouldn't they? Yeah. So that's quite I mean, why would the creator even hint at that? If he ha- hadn't, like... Mm. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah, well, don't worry. Everything has it's gone. It has gone viral, to be fair. It is all yeah. on the internet, as you would expect. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, phenomenal. Fancy teasings like that. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Some people like a bit of it, don't <laughs> oh, they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's quite interesting because obviously the chaos that happened on the first day, mm. apparently reception was meant to, uh, so obviously signing in and whatnot, getting your lanyards and your VIP, obviously, yeah. um, was meant to happen, happen downstairs okay. in the Melia Hotel, which is where most of it took place. And that is actually where the Hawaiian function room is from the, the show. Oh, okay. So it's not actually called the Hawaiian function room in the Melia, it's just that what that's what they named it in the you know as a Solana. Yeah. Yeah. So, so interestingly like that was obviously meant to be down there so it meant to have a bit more room. But they actually rented that room out to some young boxing league thing like championship or something. Yeah. So this hotel <laughs> was overrun by either us Bennycom people. Mm mostly dressed up in, as characters. Okay. Or by kids or teenagers and whatnot wearing jackets of every country. Right. Yeah, it's just very bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> There's no one in the hotel that looked remotely normal. <laughs> like, you're either a hardcore sports person or a hardcore Benidorm person. There was no in-between. Yeah, because you sent me a photo, didn't you, of um, someone with a a Finland yeah. <laughs> top on. Get, get, you've got to get on the social media. Yeah, They're going to extremes now, because if you remember Conspiracy Corner, yes. I don't know if it's the first or second week of Conspiracy Corner, we decided mm-hmm. that Finland doesn't exist. Yeah. 
Uh, so they're going to some extreme by actually having a Finnish team at these boxing yeah. tournaments. It's all a ploy to convince us, isn't it? Yeah, and they are really trying their best. <laughs> oh, it's funny. So, yeah, it kind of brings me on to um, lift etiquette. Yes. Or elevator etiquette. And this is what I hoped that you'd have some feedback for me on because I did say might apply from the underground and whatnot like odd situations you find yourself in close proximity with strangers before we dive into lift etiquette can we just do our little bit of feedback yes okay so first of all our feedbacker it's his birthday today so happy birthday hey, happy birthday oh why didn't you warn me of that well why what would you have done a hockey oh wow Thank you oh, for that. I'm sorry, Andy. That's my bad. And I stuck a happy birthday hockey in there, if I'd have known. To be fair, I didn't know until very late. Well, early this morning, shall we say. And if we'd have recorded yesterday as planned, it wasn't his birthday then. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't on my list. Um, so, yeah, anyway, happy birthday, Andy. Um, you know, pretend we pressed a nice key that sang for you. Um, anyway, Andy says... Yeah, that, imagine that's happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andy says, about your puddle that you had to avoid, it made me think of the people failing to cross the Rofford Ford. Now, I didn't know what he meant by that. I don't know. He sent me a video. I can forward it to you later. Um, it's on YouTube, and it's, it's, it's a Ford that has, is overflowing. And all these morons, and we're talking tens of them trying to drive through it and just buggering their engines <laughs> it's quite amusing and there's crowds of people watching um, i love it when you get that where it's like um going under like a, a railway bridge or whatever why is it always railway bridges it's, like, well, it's, e it's easier to make the cars go down than it is to make the trains go over a yeah 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 <laughs> yeah trains are easier going flat and cars can go uphill a little bit or downhill yeah um but, but yeah it's, it's always them that tend to flood Yes, yeah, well, it, it was very similar to, anyway, it, yeah, and I did watch the video, and it was just car upon car, just, yeah, and I, <laughs> I felt a bit like, had I gone through that puddle, I would have buggered my engine, yeah. honesty, <laughs> and would have stopped halfway through, so, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel I made a good call. Anyway, he goes on to say, <laughs> uh, more thoughts on the moon landings and such there was a massive space race with russia going on at the same time too so whatever they did they would have had they would have done a rush job though remember the moon does have a slight atmosphere just nothing compared to earth but that's also why it take less energy to leave the moon than breaking through our atmosphere okay and then he said uh, the personality quiz results nicole ha uh, Nicole had was Beck. Does that mean the musician? If so, that'd be pretty fun. <laughs> All right, Andy. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's also uh, dropped something off, okay? And I promised I wouldn't show you until we were recording. So I'm going to send it to you now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think he's done a fantastic job of it, honestly. And... Yeah, tell me what you think. I've just pinged it to your WhatsApp. <laughs> Isn't that great? Oh, we can have tell some us fun what with it that. Is. Tell us what it is. Explain. Describe. Yeah. God, the, the, the tag. Is that a tag? Oh, dear. You know what you need to do with this? 
take it out and about and see what crazy places he can end up. I don't bloody go anywhere, do I? Well, Maybe I'll take him with me over Christmas or something. <laughs> I'll get him a Santa hat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, someone has gone through the effort of making... I love that, actually. It's brilliant. An Uncle Jerry mascot. Complete with an nft yeah <laughs> his, oh is that um, the nft attire oh. yeah it says NFT oh, that, it's every cool. aspect of this is completely linked to our show isn't it yeah uh, yeah um, this is amazing he's even got mel's leopard skin thong on from yes benidorm do you remember we're probably not even up to that bit yet. That. What's no, that? but we joked about that like this is uh, like in the summer when you when you last went and you you posted a picture of that thong and was like whose thong is this and i'm looking at you like what <laughs> um and I, I joked that uncle jerry would wear that kind of thong <laughs> and andy has incorporated that into the design of uncle jerry and a trench coat amazing the trench coat i mean every creepo needs a trench coat so yeah. they can <laughs> flash people or whatever they're they're um oh yeah <laughs> i but love yeah, that that is brilliant um yeah let's go with that as our mascot <laughs> and i mean obviously uncle jerry is representative of someone who likes to remain anonymous when leaving feedback um and i showed it to the real uncle jerry okay <laughs> he said that they love it unconditionally <laughs> so, like genuinely that was the response so andy thank you so so much for that absolutely amazing oh um, yeah and he's also sent us some quizzes to do but we'll save that for a bit later okay so what i've got any other feedback that's 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 our lot nothing on elevator etiquette no but we're not we, americans we're own, lift etiquette. we got this it'll be fine okay so, <laughs> so this this has actually been on a list of stuff to chat about since i went away in the summer yes and that was a bit, <laughs> that wasn't quite as weird as, as it had been this time that I'd been away. Really? The, yeah, when I stayed in the summer, we were on the seventh floor, ninth floor, ninth okay. floor, I think. Yeah, this time I stay on the 16th floor. <laughs> okay. But lift was faster, to be fair. Good, but yes, good. I mean, the awkward thing is, so when I went in the summer, so small, small hotel, two lifts, right? Uh-huh. One kept being out of order. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So my etiquette is. Yeah. When is it okay to hold the door open to someone? Okay. Because you know, what? How long do you expect to wait for someone? Like, if if they stood there gabbing, I'd say, nah, sod it, go. Yeah, I agree with you. If they're not actively making the the effort to come you know enter the lift then it's up yours and then uh, my other thing was at what point is it acceptable for you to hit that door close button if you see someone coming and you're thinking i don't want you getting in <laughs> as fast as possible yeah. mate. it'd be a fucking race let's see who's quicker the doors are you pal let's go <laughs> yeah. and you know and and then and then you feel terrible if you don't stick your hand out and stop the door for them. But then at the same time, you're thinking, no, why should I wait for you? Why shouldn't you have to? If I've waited five minutes for the lift, yeah, then it's, you should have to wait as well. Yeah, too right. And then, so the thing about <laughs> about that hotel was <laughs> people getting lifts to the first and second floors. Do you know, 
I have read up on lift etiquette in prep for this. Okay. And there is a two-floor rule that you should, if there's someone else in the elevator, you shouldn't get in if you've only got one or two floors to go. You should take the stairs. I completely agree with that. Yeah. If it's two yeah. floors. Unless, unless you're disabled or... Do you know what I mean? There's a yeah, genuine yeah, yeah. reason that you wouldn't be able to take the stairs or that would be too tough on you. But yeah, if, if it's one or two floors... But I mean, even people getting the, the, the lift from the lobby downstairs to the dining room oh my god and i'm thinking it's just laziness yeah and walking downstairs is very easy yeah i know very easy i mean you know come on now and it's just so it's just phenomenal when you see people do that and they hold your lift up yeah because it has to make an extra stop yeah and i'm just stood there and i'm fuming yeah but uh, so yeah i mean that's another aspect of it where you just this rage you get just about taking the lift just because of how people are. Oh, I get constant rage about how people are. Yeah. And there was this other point. Um, so in, in the lift that kept breaking down, it was a bit more sensitive. So like it knew how heavy it was. Okay. And if it was over the weight limit, it'd say on the screen and tell you someone to get off. Right. So this lift was over the weight limit and this, guy was still trying to drag his mate into it really like it is not going to go anywhere like it's saying it's over limit it's just gonna sit here like there's no point trying to drag your mate in what you're best off doing is getting off yeah and waiting with your mates for it to come back down because it isn't gonna move people are so ignorant are they not oh god it just i'm getting angry just thinking about this scenario i'm not being i'm not i'm not being funny i'm being honest here right they're not yeah. usually the English that are the impatient ones. Really? No, English. We're. I'd like to think we are a laid-back society. You know, we're there on holiday. We're not really fussed about how fast we get up to the room, as long as we get there. Don't know. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe no, you'd be in a rush I'm then. Not- make someone's you know life difficult about it it is what it is but i'm not the most patient of humans i'm not gonna lie no i'll, I'll wait there for my turn i mean but yeah. on, on the flip side <laughs> it's when you get people who um won't get in lift if there's one other person in it or, well one group of people and you're thinking there's actually they're only taking up a tiny little bit of lift why don't you just get in i mean i have it? to admit i don't like sharing a lift You'd rather have it all to yourself. I would, but you want the VIP experience. Sometimes you have to, though. I mean, especially in a, like a big hotel like that, very busy. You kind of have to expect that you're probably going to have to share the lift more often than not. So, yeah, I mean, I'd, yeah, you've got to expect to share it, but also not cram yourself in. So, yeah, it's also the issue of how many people is acceptable to have in a lift. If the well, capacity I mean, says 10, okay, I wouldn't say put 10 people in it. No. Because usually no. that's quite cramped. It's quite cramped. It depends on the size of the lift. They're all different. Yeah, but they? usually if you fill it to capacity, that's usually too full. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, and and the, you do have to consider personal space and what's appropriate, honestly. Um I think that is a part of lift etiquette. Uh, and, you know, actually, this sort of branching out a little bit. 
but personal space is very important to me. I don't fucking like people, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to put it out there in the politest way possible. You're all twats, yeah. right? <laughs> but <laughs> what what people do not understand is personal space. Now, somewhere like Primark, for example, where there's always a queue halfway out. The, like the, the queue moves fast, but there's always a long queue in Primark, isn't there? It's just yeah. the way Primark is. Now, I don't expect your shopping bags to be touching my ass. <laughs> I think that's a, a clear invasion of my personal space. I don't know. Now, I, sometimes that, I'd rather the shopping bags than, the, than a hand. Well, this is it. And sometimes you do get a hand brushing against you. And I just, yeah. I really can't bear it. I just think nothing of you should be touching anything yeah. of the next person. Something like a cue that, you know, it's it's completely within, you know, the realm of your power to not be touching the person in front of you. Yeah. But I, I really hate it because then I'm sort of inching a little more forward, just, you know, just a tiny little bit. So they're not quite touching me. And then they fucking step forward. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a few times I've because I, I can't, I do, I cannot bear my personal space being invaded, and quite several times I've I've had to loudly announce to the person I'm stood with, if they insist on rubbing my ass with their shopping bag, I'm going to shove it up theirs. <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But you know, I'd for some reason I, I'd rather be passive aggressive than confrontational because if i confront them i'm going to cause a scene whereas if i'm passive aggressive about it they can hear it and they can make the right choice <laughs> <laughs> and nobody has to get but the thing is as i know when i'm that angry because i just think it's just one of those little things in life that you should respect about people um and you know when people don't do that it just it, it sets me off terribly absolutely terribly anyway so i think in lifts as well if if you're you know you might sort of rub shoulders a bit or as you pass it whatever but if you're crammed in like sardines that's not it that's that's not right and you shouldn't be forcing your wedging yourself in when it's clearly full enough yeah and here's here's one for it this is the important one right okay where would you sit with etiquette on breaking wind in a lift? You don't do that. <laughs> unless <laughs> unless you really do, unless someone touches your ass with their shopping bag. Yeah, and you go you just run again. Away. <laughs> yeah. Or or when you've you you know, you're getting out and you know they're in there for a bit longer, just just drop it down the way out and let it <laughs> close on it, get it sealed in. This isn't really related to lifts. But there's well, nothing quite like farting in a crowded club. <laughs> no one will ever know it was you. No one will ever know. Perfect crime. You can soon clear a space around you if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, what I find really awkward, though, is not knowing where to look. And I find this yeah. on, like, the underground. And I find... I'm not going to go on there often. No. something with it being hundreds away from miles away from my house yeah <laughs> and it stinks uh, and it's oh, dusty yeah and it stinks and it's minging so there's my opinion of the underground for you and that'll upset I, all the city people yeah it's um, uh, but also yeah in lifts as well like where do you look i mean on the underground you've got no windows to look out if you're really lucky you might be in like a panoramic lift and you might have a view to look out at and you're like oh that's pretty but okay. typically in most lifts 
you were inside a lift shaft. So I, again, I did, yeah, (laughs) I did read up on the etiquette for that as well. Okay. So on the tube, I, I personally would look at the floor or at my phone. Do you know what I mean? In a, in an elevator. You know what? Phones are a savior in that way. Oh my God. Yes. Because especially (laughs) how often is it when you see someone and you think they're going to try and start a conversation here? Yeah. You get your phone out. Yeah. And then you just, you, you then mess about and like, you're not doing anything. Listen, just my friend Holly, right? She she has to walk through Mutley, which is, a, a, should we say, a more deprived area of Plymouth. Um, and there's lots of homeless people there. <laughs> so to avoid getting asked for spare change, which she doesn't have, I mean, hardly anyone carries cash anymore. Well, no, exactly. <laughs> Do you think they've got yeah. card readers in their pocket? it won't be long it's coming i'm sure (laughs) but you know to avoid the homeless guilt as she puts it you know like she will get her phone out and start voice noting me so it looks like she's far too busy to notice they exist and so she'll literally voice note me as saying yeah i'm walking through that bit on mutley um you know why i'm messaging you it's this is there's no point to this really but um (laughs) you know i just want to be on my phone for a minute and I get voice notes like that now and then. I mean, she could just delete it rather than send it, but I quite enjoy it. I think it's quite amusing. <laughs> but, so, I mean, in an elevator, you are, or a lift, sorry, you are supposed to face the door. Yeah, you're okay. supposed to make eye contact with people, unless they're within your party, obviously. Um, and you are supposed to face the door. Um, and that way people, you know, they can see when the door's open, they can sort of, you know, they're more aware of what's going on and then you're not having awkward glances with people. That is oh, also that thing as well as if you're stood in front of the buttons for the lift. Oh God. Do you offer to press the button for the person or do you just like try and shuffle out the way? Uh, probably invade someone else's personal space so that see, they can press their desire button. Or... I feel like the correct thing to do would to be to offer to press but i'm an ignorant cow and i don't like talking to people so i would unless they asked me to press it i would probably gesture you know you know step back a little bit and sort of gesture that they could go for it (laughs) (laughs) but that probably puts them more in my personal space than not but i don't know i don't know Uh, but then the the, i mean the awkward bit is if if it's actually then a a level that's it's going to anyway Oh, God. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're trying to press your button. Oh, oh sorry, sorry, you pressed. Oh, well, I did offer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the thought yeah. that counts. It's, it, it is, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the, I, I think there's so much more that I've probably forgotten. Because, I mean, the bizarre thing about, um, obviously, that hotel that I went to this time, being mm. on the 16th floor, I don't actually think the lift took any longer they were quite fast lifts but it was yeah i mean but it's just a bit weird because you had people coming in and you couldn't help but look at their jackets and see what country they're from you know who knew who knew that kazakhstan actually exist and azerbaijan well yeah it was like being in eurovision (laughs) i mean that's the only reason i know they exist yeah (laughs) probably not a good thing to say is it i am genuinely quite geographically stupid yes it was the same here so it was like oh these countries do actually it's not just made up just to like give us nil poire they they do actually (laughs) (laughs) they are actually places um so so yeah um well, well, apparently. I mean, there's one that said Finland. So 
<laughs> yeah, I'll take it with a pinch of salt whether they're actual places or not. But yeah, I mean, it's a bit bizarre, like being in lifts with people who are athletes and, you know, you, you don't know where to look and you know they probably don't know a word of what you'd say to them if you had a conversation. It's like, yeah. you're, you're thinking, if the lift broke down now. Oh my God. See, that's my fear with lifts. Yeah, I used to be I, really like scared of them and down, never go in them. That's bad enough. But I can't remember staying in a hotel now, once and the lift mm. messed up a bit. Oh, God. And okay. the doors opened and it was between levels. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's terrifying. And it's like you can see, like, the top of the floor below and the bottom of the floor above me, like... Yeah, I can't sit here with it like this all day. You're like, come on, press, pressing the buttons, like, reset, do something, realise you're not actually on a floor and you've See, just got to open it, the I doors. That's where I would get really claustrophobic. I do have actually genuinely really bad claustrophobia. Now, I can go into a lift, I think because it's quite a short period of time, isn't it? You know, get on with it. But, um, oh, do you, right? <laughs> so... At the hospital car park, as we know, I basically live in the hospital. Um, they have cameras in their lifts. And I always feel obliged <laughs> if it's only me and Emily in the lift. If there's other people, I wouldn't do it. But I always feel obliged to talk to the cameras. <laughs> Just what, have a, come ask it how it is. Like, All right, how are you doing in there? I, I've got a response. Going in the bloody hospital, get, I never had a response. So, you know, sometimes I do a bit of a dance, have a bit of a wave, and I right, have a good day, lads, you know. I don't know who's watching, if anyone, but I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, when I'm you consider we are the, the most surveilled country, well, we've got the most CCTV of any country in the world, right? Have we? Yes. We are one of the most watched countries in the world. Oh, that's a bit. And, yeah, it is a little bit, but then how many people do you know have the job of watching CCTV. Well, this is it. It's all sort of recorded and you tend to go back and watch it if you think you need to. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I exactly. Say, so, yeah. Time. so, yeah, I mean, it's it, it might be a deterrent, but it's certainly not a preventative. No. If it's I mean, happened, it's happened, and you then go back and look at what's happened. But then even then, right, get this, right, a friend of mine was brutally assaulted on a night out, and it was caught on CCTV, and there were many many eyewitnesses including myself and the guy got away with it why was that fuck knows he got away with it though crazy yeah it, it actually was um the, the, the justice system in this country is a joke so if you think that actually capturing crime on cctv means that that you know someone's going to get done for it you can think twice because it's not necessarily the case that's bad, isn't it? It is. I mean, that's you kind of think you're going to need comfort in that. It's it's bad because, you know, you can sort of see why victims of certain crimes and whatnot don't want to come forward because nothing actually gets done. And then, you know, they. they to, I mean, my friend, it was a horrible assault and she broke her collarbone and had a huge gash in her head that needed stitching up. She was knocked unconscious. Um, and, you know, it, it really really frightened her she you know i don't think she'll ever you know feel the way she you know it does i think it does something to you it makes you not feel secure anymore and um you know you don't you, you it affects you forever and the, 
Well, the, the crazy thing is, I could probably quite easily Google and find a story about someone who didn't pay their TV license that's ended up getting sentenced. Yeah, gone to prison. Like some some of the um, the scale of of yeah, the crimes don't always fit the the sentence, which is just bizarre. And it's phenomenal for a country that's so developed. Yeah, it, it's it's true. It's it's quite frightening, actually. Yeah. Oh, we like to end up on a depressing note, don't we? Yeah. Shall we move on to yeah. something <laughs> a bit more fun? What have I got written down? Oh, the cost of living crisis. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what, though? I don't think this is, you know, I think um, there are a lot of people um, this year particularly who are having to make certain economies that haven't necessarily had to before. So, you know, I mean, I'm someone who has had to be a bit careful in the past. With are you going to do one of these now where you're like one of these news articles that says, here's how to save money, and you're thinking... I've done all this. I've done all, I did all this it, like before it even was a it thing. Might, yeah, it might be a bit like that. Yeah. So <laughs> but so, for some people, they they might not have thought of some of these things. And there's certainly a couple in here that are quite interesting. Anyway, <laughs> so oh, um, I, I read an article today that said you can de-ice your car with an okay. onion. Can you? <laughs> Does it actually work? Yeah, apparently. So you, you know, so you obviously chop an onion off and use the onion, and it does it make the can. ice cry? <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably make your neighbours cry with laughter at how much of a twonk you look using your fruit and veg to demist the car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's got to be other ways. I'm sure. I'm sure that's not the most efficient way. That's just my guess, anyway. No, I mean, surely you could use like isopropyl alcohol or something, dilute that down. I that's probably so. the cheapest way because that doesn't freeze, does it? Shouldn't do. That's a de no. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isopropyl alcohol. You can buy a you know a, a great big drum of that. It's not very expensive, really. No, so. exactly. Well, there you go. There's my top tip. Maybe use that instead. So I want to put. Um, in the ask it said you could use vinegar. Yeah. But then you're putting something that is highly is it acidic Corrosive. or is it or is it the other side? It is it is acidic. Acidic. It's, 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 I wouldn't want to put that on my car, I'm not gonna no, lie. No, no. <laughs> you smell like a chippy each morning. Yeah. No, I'm not sure that's don't fancy that. Although I have to say white vinegar is very, very good for cleaning your windows or your glass. But if that gets on, I don't know. I just, I, I don't think I'd want to faff about with that. Nicole's money-saving tips. So anyway, here we go. So I mean, it's not just ways to save energy, but it's ways to stay warm as well, because um, a lot of us aren't putting our heating on as much or at all. Um, so one that I hadn't heard of before. So I mean, I guess one way to save energy is to use your oven less, and that's one one thing I have adopted. So I'll use my oven no more than about once a week now. So batch cooking which something I've probably mentioned before. Um, if you, you know, cook a load of stuff, freeze them in individual portions, brilliant, right? And then heating it in the microwave very quick, yada, yada, right? And, and then you, the oven doesn't know if you're using it to cook one meal or, or ten. <laughs> yeah, so, it yeah. you got a, you're not got a smart oven then. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, but so, you know, in that set, the ovens are very costly to use. Um, so that's one thing. But also, if you do use your oven, if you put heat treated bricks in the bottom of it, right? So, I mean, it's quite 
I've seen this the, the tip that if you leave the oven open after you've cooked, it'll warm your kitchen, which is fine. But if you put heat treated um, bricks in, make sure that they are treated because otherwise they'll explode in your oven and that would not be very cost effective. Okay. <laughs> But if you put them in the, they they stay warmer for a lot longer. Therefore, if you leave your oven open after you've cooked, that'll keep the heat for a lot longer, and you've not used any more energy to heat the bricks. Okay, so there's there's an interesting little tip. I, I expect that probably works even better if you've got like an open plan kitchen to your living room or whatever. But I mean, unfortunately, in my particular case my kitchen is a shoe box which is just sort of tagged on the end of the house so it wouldn't do me any good to leave the oven door open no. <laughs> in fact my kitchen's so small you would just trip over it um but you never know that might help somebody um obvious things um hot water bottle um I, I, do you have a hot water bottle have you been making use of that i've got a hot water bottle i'm not i'm not a big user of hot water bottle. <gasps> oh i love it do you know what i don't like is those wheat bags those wheat bags that you put in the microwave yeah. I think everyone is a bit obsessed with them. And I find that they only stay hot for about three minutes. Three minutes? Oh, that's completely useless then. They're rubbish. They really don't stay hot for very long. Whereas a hot water bottle will keep you warm for a couple of hours. So, you know, it's much more efficient. Um, thermal socks, another good one. You know, thermal underwear, anything mm. thermal. I've got some really nice, um, that super thick, soft fleece stuff, lined socks. Ooh, and they're gorgeous yeah. and i've seen them for men somewhere as well just like that's a good know. idea i mean i've got fluffy uh slippers and that does oh, make a difference yeah. um really you need you need a bit of fluff don't you just to hold, you the, hold the heat towards your skin so i mean i i actually wear socks and slippers together well yeah not, usually not I do. big fluffy ones oh okay my, my big fluffy socks don't fit inside my slippers they're that big <laughs> So it's just not going to happen. So I just wear normal socks and my slippers um, or my big fluffy socks. Um, but another one that's quite good is booty socks, uh, booty slippers. Sorry. Yeah, booty slippers. My brain's like starting to check out now. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they're really good because they come up, you know, halfway up your leg or whatever. And I just think that that helps to warm you up. And apparently if you keep your feet warm, the rest of you should feel pretty much comfortable as well. Um, so it's a pretty good tip. Any anything you can do to keep your feet warm. Um, so here's a good energy saving one: wash your clothes at night time. Don't tumble dry them at night time. As much as the temptations, that, the thing is, is electricity is cheaper at night. No, not for me. It's not the same price. Is it not? Are. No. Oh, that sucks. So it sucks. Sucks for you then. Um, but for everyone who has a cheaper tariff at night, that's the time to wash your clothes. But definitely don't leave your tumble dryer on overnight because, you know, you've got an increased risk of a fire and you don't want to be asleep if that happens. So, yeah. Um, and obviously, air dry your clothes if you can. And probably don't wash your clothes at night if you're in a block of flats. Maybe not if you're in a block of flats. Yeah, you might really bug your neighbours. Unless you really can't stand your neighbours, in which case, knock yourself out with it. God, I tell you what, the last place I lived was, it was like a house that had been converted into two flats and we were in the upstairs one because I refused to live below people and listen to their shit, right? <laughs> been there, done that, and it drove me mad. So, uh, yeah, uh, we lived, uh, our kitchen was above this guy's bedroom and I, I'm, I'm assuming that the thought was is you're not going to, disrupt someone with the kitchen too much overnight i don't know but that's how they laid it out anyway and he said um you've got like the washing machine on overnight i said we, we haven't we, we wouldn't 
we wouldn't do that to you. He said, there's something going on up there. I don't like it. I can hear buzzing constantly. It's so loud. It keeps me awake. And I'm like, okay, I, I don't really know what to say to you. And then eventually he, he would come really irate and knock on the door and really have a go. And it's like, and one day I said, come upstairs, come up. I will show you because he, he was claiming it was happening now. And he walked in, he was just like, oh, oh, he said, I thought you had a cannabis grow up here or something. <laughs> and I'm like, excuse me. I just, I was so taken aback. And yeah, he was a very, very angry little it's probably, man. It's probably the fridge. It Fridges. was the freezer. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, well, something with a compressor going. Because uh, yeah, it, it can cause it, vibrations and, and that just... Yeah, yeah, it was old as well. And the, the fix was, I had an old rug and I folded it in half and put it under the freezer. And he said it solved it. He was very happy. Easy, easy fix. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you, you couldn't hear it in the actual room. It was only downstairs. And it was on yeah. a bit of a, a hunch that I thought, well, that's the only thing that makes any noise at all. And, and it was quiet upstairs. But yeah, it turned out that I was right. So um, yeah, try not to piss your neighbors off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, air, air dry your clothes if you can. Try and air dry it by a radiator. And if you can, better have the window open a little bit to let the moisture escape. Always a good idea. Otherwise, your landlord will come for me. Um, apparently, it's a really, really bad idea to use alcohol to keep warm. Oh, well, I'm tough. <laughs> but um, we're not going to change that. Right? No, I don't, I don't think so. Um, have you seen those oodies? The what? Those, it, it's called an oodie, O-O-D-I-E, and it's a gigantic wearable blanket. It's a hoodie, but oh, it's okay. like a one-size-fits-most, yeah. and they're enormous. Now, I've actually been on the website, and these things are fudging expensive, right? So maybe get a rip-off one. I believe yeah. B&M <laughs> do them for about 15 quid, just saying. But that's a really good option for at home as well. And I think they're like double fleece. You know, you've got fleece on the outside, and it's lined with that lovely thick soft fleece on the inside. Those are supposed to be amazing. I don't have one, but it's on my on my but list. Some of them things. are that hot that you end up sweating, and then you take it off, and then you end up obviously too cold again. Right, I can tell that it's not cold enough in your house because <laughs> no, honestly, because I, I, I cannot ordinarily wear anything fleecy. You know that fleecy bedding? It seems like such a great idea. I couldn't bear that on my bed. I have to have cotton. I can't even have poly cotton. It's got to be. 100% cotton on You're saying like one of these people that's on um, four in a bed. You know, you you cut them from your poly cotton and all this. Oh, God, yeah, no, I could tell you. Demanding this yeah. out of oh, hotel 100%. rooms. Yeah, I can't bear cheap poly cotton bedding. It feels like it's been starched. It's so coarse on the skin. I don't like it. Um, but also, it you know, it makes you a bit sweaty which I don't particularly like. Um, even in winter, like I have the brushed cotton bedding instead of the normal cotton. So that's my winter bedding. Anyway, um, but even, I mean, my daughter's now got fleece bedding. Um, it's just little things like that keeping you... She doesn't sweat like I do, though, to be fair. <laughs> I'd wake up in a puddle. She's fine. Um, from sweat, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm perfectly trained. Thank you. Um <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I see I can wear fleece. I've got like a, one of those onesies that's all made out of fleece and I can wear that. It does annoy me though because I've got a bladder like an egg cup and getting in and out of a onesie to go for a wee is not it at all. But I have got one of these nice fleece onesies and that doesn't make me feel all sweaty and horrible and it's because it's so goddamn cold in this place that it, it just doesn't get to that point. 
Um, another tip, this is probably quite obvious, hot food and drinks. Drink your hot drinks, eat your hot food. Um, we're, we're having um, toasted wraps a lot. Um, again, avoiding use of the oven by using the George Foreman. Oh, I love the George Foreman. I oh, love my air fryer as well. Um, so I, I can't buy an air fryer because they're not in stock anywhere. I want a ninja. Who doesn't want a ninja? Everyone wants a ninja. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I was hoping for Black Friday they might drop a few, but it's not looking not looking good. Oh, I don't dear. know. We'll see. We're, oh, we're getting close. I've got a topic for next week. What I'm not going to reveal... Um, my answer yet but yeah I want people's feedback best thing you've ever won either in a raffle or a lottery or anything you know okay. why you already know why that question's coming to my head but yes, put that down for I've next week your social yes <laughs> but um, yeah yours trumps mine I think but anyway yes that's a good one for next week yeah yeah Best thing you've ever won. I'll uh, quickly just reel off the last of this list. Oh, you why don't you say something next week? Oh, no, oh, I've nearly finished it. <laughs> okay. I'll just quickly reel them off. I won't go. go into it. But like, obviously, staying active, spend more time upstairs. Obviously, heat rises. Oh, use my upstairs ex- is freezing. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, use draft excluders. Try and use LED lighting if you can. Um, solar lights if, if you really can. Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> candles are good because not only do you you save power on the lighting but they do produce a bit of heat as well um and closed doors to unused rooms well that yeah like goes out saying doesn't it just heat the room i mean it should stay it should try and prevent the draft yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah those are our tips for staying warm and saving energy let us know if you have any 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 to add to that. That would be good. I bet five minutes craft has. We could maybe find that next week. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we'll have to do our quiz next week, I think, as our well. Quizzes next uh, week as well. Yeah. Sorry, I filled the today up with like completely. It's Steve's like, fault, Andy. Yeah, I'm sorry we chat, didn't get to do the quiz on your birthday. <laughs> um, which I, I hope was actually interesting for everyone. Uh, it was something interesting being there. Yeah, sounds it, definitely. And I definitely watered it down because so much happened and it was so much fun. And I didn't <laughs> win the fancy dress. Ah, oh, well, that, I'm I'm surprised, actually, genuinely, because <laughs> I thought yours was very good. Yeah, maybe it was a bit too good. Well, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think it's too good. You should have won if it was too good. Like, yeah. come on now. Well, I'm going to accept that mine was too good and they thought it'd be too easy a competition. So ah, that's what point. I'm going to go with. Nah, fair enough. So we've got the big part of the show now. We have. I I know who won. Who won? Me. Again. Again, yeah. No. Yeah. Why? Because I'm better than you. <laughs> Apparently, I think what we do need though is more people to pop on the website and vote. Because I know that there's lots of people listening. So um, get on the website. Media dot online. And it's on the homepage, just scroll down a tiny bit, and it's there. It takes like three clicks, and you're done. Yeah. Well, two clicks, isn't it? Go on the website and click Steve and click Vote. There you go. And you've done it. Two clicks. I've got 50% now that I click that. <laughs> well, it's too late now, buddy. Oh. Too late now. And it wasn't me who voted. I'm just putting that out there. Right. Anyway, <laughs> so, so 
Would you like me? To... That's how you go first. Go on. Me go first. Oh, oh well. yeah. I'll tell you what meme is going to lose this week. Uh, <laughs> well, you've, I've already sent you a meme, but it kind of. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's going to lose this week because you right. always win. Um, so, no, but this this takes the mick out of stock photos. You know how stock photos are used very much over the top, right? Yes. <laughs> you always get this with healthy ones. Women always got right. great teeth. Great right. hair. Yeah. Right. Eating a salad. Yeah. And they're always laughing. <laughs> so the caption is, when your salad keeps making jokes. <laughs> That's quite good, actually. There's actually six, seven, I can't even count, seven photos of people laughing at their salad on that. That's but it's true, though. I mean, they're trying so hard to be having the time of their lives eating the goddamn salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even see any chicken in there or bacon or anything. Oh, that is sad. It's that is a not sad, a time of your life it's salad, It's a sad salad, it? yeah. Oh, dear. All right, well, mine mine is along a similar, along the, f- the theme of food. Okay. Um, so we've got a man, and he's he's got that look about him, that proud as punch. He's got his arms folded. He's like, yeah, I did that. And he's saying... My friends have always told me I cook a pretty mean burger. And then in the next shot, we've got the burger that says, shut the fuck up, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was going to win it. Oh, Again. I don't know. I quite oh, like will. yours as well. I think they're both quite good. It's oh. quite interesting that we're on a theme as well. Yes. So. <laughs> Themed. So be the one. best food meme win. <laughs> oh, I'll be back to rude ones next week. They're the only ones I'm really good at winning. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, I think that's us, isn't I, it? That is a wrap. We've once again gone over our, our half hour, most definitely, and our hour as well. So, yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> Have we'll a great week, week and catch you next week. Bye. Bye.